Live from the 93.7 The Ticket Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Inside the Huddle with Nebraska Football Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Fires a pass, and it's intercepted by the Huskers at the 25, Jay Foreman. And Foreman takes it down to the 19-yard line of Oklahoma. Another big play by the Blackshirts. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Sponsored by Advanced Medical Imaging. What up, Jay Foreman? Inside the Huddle brought to you by Advanced Medical Imaging, 7601 Pioneers Boulevard. It is, or was, Harrison, the final chapter in the, um, I, I call them the 12 separate chapters in the first year of, of Matt Rule and trying to uh, rebuild in the program. Obviously, Nebraska lost 13 to 10 to Iowa. Um, it sucks to lose it, you know, anytime, but it sucks even more to lose to Iowa and lose in that fashion. Um, you know, especially, I mean, obviously you can go back and say, oh, we, you know, you're five and three, you had four games, but you know, I think Matt Rule, he, he didn't, you know, the one thing about him is that people need to understand. He's not going to lie to you. He said, listen, every team, every game that we play from here on out. And this was, I think the last out of the bye week or whatever, mm-hmm. he said, we can win. And then, you know, we, Rightfully so. That was after right. the Illinois game. Illinois game. Talking about? Yeah. Every game that they play from here on out, they can they can win. And then every game that they play from there on out, they could lose. And and you got to continue to do the things that you need to do day in and day out to put yourself in the best chance to win. And um, obviously, I think you know you always have to evaluate a season based on like the. The knowns, right? And the knowns are a tremendous when you don't have a lot of depth and like true playmakers, right? Where you don't have a guy that, you know, like if you look at the Michigan Ohio State game, the Marvin Harrison Jr. A Trey the, Palmer that we Trey had last Palmer, year that got us over. Or the somebody, edge. Yeah. right? Amir Abdullah, you know, Rex Burkhead, or even Adrian Martinez or something that you know, okay, he's a threat to make a play. A in plays, mm-hmm. right? We don't we don't have that, and then the guys that were just probably below that type of level, that threshold, they all got hurt, right? Um, and who knows if they really were, but the guys that they were counting on, and this is not making excuses. This is this is why I say you have to deal with the knowns, right? Is at the wide receiver position, Xavier Betts, you can count it as an injury, right? You know, quit before the season, or quit during training camp, which is probably even worse because mm-hmm. there is no time to pivot right and he was there all spring so that means all the all the reps that an early enrollee or another player could get were gone right those are wasted um igc gets hurt very early and then marcus washington was suspended and then hurt so your top three guys along with billy camp so three out of your top four guys are gone and you still had a lot of young guys there at the tight end and their coach got in trouble right maybe right the day before the training camp, right? Or something. It was, it was really, I want to say it's before training camp. Yeah, It was started. like right the two yeah. days before they were going to report. Yeah. It had to be within 48 hours. So those are the knowns. Of, and then obviously then uh, at the quarterback position, there's a lot of pressure and, and anxiety going in there with Jeff Sims and thought that he could, you know, write the ship and he just, you know, got started off on the bad, got started not on the one bad foot on both bad foots. So then you, you're, you're kind of playing catch up the whole season, start out 0 and two, and then uh, you kind of get your head above water 
And I, I think I remember coming in here after the Illinois game. This is when you really need to push. This is when you need to double down on the expectations, intensity, so forth and so on, because this is when you can really make some hay, right? And unfortunately, down the stretch, you got your back against the wall against a team like Iowa um, coming in 9-2. and two, Hadn't looked pretty, but it's one of those years. It's kind of like in the NFL, the Vikings last year, they were finding ways to win games. Now, obviously, they have an excellent defense and really mm-hmm. good special teams. So most most of the time when they get on the field, they are at worst case scenario breaking even in special teams, which is they're one of the best special teams in the whole nation. And then most likely they're going to win the defensive battle, right? Um, so they're, they're they're able to do some things field position wise and, and so forth and so on, and allow themselves to kind of backdoor into points, force you put all the pressure on your sideline and get you out of your game plan before the game even starts. And so. Saw a little bit of that with Nebraska, I think, at the beginning of the game. You kind of were – I think Nebraska started out a little slow, especially offensively, because I think they were playing with that sixth win in their mind, right? And then they kind of were playing – I felt like they were playing too tight. Yeah. It just They just couldn't get reps on that first half. Right. I mean, the time of possession. So, like, yeah, maybe they do play that set a little tight, and then, you know, you're, you're going to go three and out against Iowa. Right. Like, they were trying it, to make, they were trying to to make a back. big play. They, it, it, I look at it like this. And this is this is the opposite, or this is kind of like the same analogy. What I said, Nebraska did some of the players did when they got to be five and three. I always equate it to basketball. You're up by twelve. You know basketball. Say you're mm-hmm. up by twelve in the NBA, and it's a minute, say fifteen seconds left. You should win ninety eight percent of the time. But you play. You're playing against highly skilled guys. You know, and you start counting it. Right? Oh, we gave up a three. Okay, we got one. Well, you're still okay. Now you're only up by ten. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. And then you start going back and forth. And instead of playing defense and playing situational basketball, next thing you know, you're only up by one. And then now you got to come down and get a bucket to make sure they got to hit a three. Well, say you get fouled, you hit the front end on a one on one, miss the second one. Now they got the ball to hit the three. Boom, game over. Mm-hmm. How could you lose it? Right. So sometimes you can lose your way. Now, conversely to Nebraska, I felt like maybe at the beginning of the game, they were y- yard counting. Right, felt like they're scared to run it against the Iowa team, which is one of my biggest things. Felt like we're throwing the ball a lot early. Right, and I don't. Yes, you could. I mean, we can get into. We'll get into play calling. What I felt like the way that they were playing. Okay. Right. So just like I just said about basketball, like okay, well, oh, I threw it to Harrison. Oh, right off the tip, right off his hands, or like the first play to Malachi. We didn't get any yards after after catch. Okay, now we're second and eight. Oh, now in order for us to have a chance of getting a third down, we got to get five yards on this run. Oh, we only got three, three and a half. Oh, what do we do now? Boom. Next thing you know, we're on the sideline. You're kind of going, not going through the motions, but you're running, you're playing football while thinking. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, instead of just going out there and winging it, and, it, and then that will not allow you to create the separation. That would not allow you to hit the holes or blocks or something like that. And then I think once they got into the game, they're like, these dudes, they're good defense, but they're not like Michigan's defense. Then you started to see the running attack in the, in the different ways. To, to, you started to see the conventional run game and somewhat of a controlled pass game was good. And then once you started to really get some momentum, you know, we were running, quarterback running, drops the ball. I mean, these are things that you can't foresee, and that's where you stymie, and that's where the pressure 
of Iowa starts to get in on it. And that's any team. Yeah, I right. mean, if you're if you're in tight sets like that all the time, and you're feeling, you're coming up short, like yeah, you're gonna feel that pressure pretty quick, right? Well, especially what people don't. Under, I think a lot of fans and a lot of people that even people that cover the team that haven't been in the arena don't understand how mental this game is. The football is ninety five percent mental. Yeah, I can believe that. You see it, it every single Saturday. You, Auburn, Alabama. Exactly. Can you finish? Can you finish? You have the game wrapped up. You stop them. You make Alabama punt. You muff a punt. Mm -hmm. That's no different than what's happened here in 10 million times over, right? Now, obviously, I'm sure people down in Auburn are still, you know, angry. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like it would be if a Nebraska game. But I don't think people really understand how mental this game is. And this is the, and that's probably what is going to be is the biggest hurdle, right? Because, yes, you could obviously Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, um, and there's probably maybe one other team in the Big Ten that might be have a like a, you could you could convince they have a better roster, right? Mm -hmm. There might be a couple more. But what football usually comes down to is mental, mental, you know, mental toughness, all that mental, and the ability to mentally focus under high pressure situations and continue to stay in the fight and finish. The game is so mental because I always say, like, it, Randy Moss, like Patrick Mahomes, like Barry Sanders, like Jim Brown, Lawrence Taylor, all those type of, you know, those guys? Yeah. Like, they're not even in the 1% of the league. They're in a, like, .00001%. When they were born, it was a magical, the, all the stars aligned. <laughs> Seriously. And I'm sure I'm missing some guys, but those guys, the rest of the league are Jay Foreman's and all of them just kind of mix. <laughs> it. I mean, be honest. And, well, and, yeah, you see, you that's know, across but, every sport. You right. see it like a LeBron. There's not a lot of LeBrons. Jordan, LeBron, Kobe. Right. You got the talent. You got the size. You got the want to. You got the ability. You know, mm -hmm. you got the opportunity and you get there. And then you got the the timing of being in the league. Right. Generational talent. Generational talent. Right. And, you know, you start to get more media. Th th those guys. So the reason that's one reason I'm saying because the game is so mental because yes you could talk about okay we needed to probably test out the run game more but I was has a really good run deal they are rugged up front right they know what they're doing it's like it's like you're born in Iowa you're a football player they they send you the the defensive package right? as you're, you're that's the part of your schooling right mm -hmm. but still they're good but you need to still test them and we end up kind of busting some holes in there, but I think it was set up by the passing game, short area passing game, the ability to play pitch and catch. But when you talk about mental is, is I always say it needs to be fourth and one. Every, like, okay, defensively. The object of playing linebacker is obviously you want to make plays, you know, whether you can get an interception, sack, and all that. But ultimately, your job, your number one job if you're not the signal caller on defense, which they don't do it anymore because everybody looks over there, <laughs> is to tackle the ball carrier. That's what you're here to do. You can't miss. Mm -hmm. You understand? If you play in a in a 10-game or a 12-game season, you should maybe have three, maybe four tackles you've missed all year. It, and that's a lot. I mean, I'm being dead serious because obviously competitive-wise, if me and you were playing the position, I want to lead the team in tackles, not for putting myself ahead of the team, 
but to do the best job I can do. How could I, how am I going to get judged by doing what I'm supposed to do and then finishing, right? So as you're approaching tackling, whether it's in practice, live, group work, pregame, or in between series, that's got to be on. That's where the mentality has to come to, and that's no different in as far as the offense has started. Am I block? Am I oh? Am I just saying okay? Well, I'm backside. Well, your backside block could be the one that springs it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so, you know, I think the, the 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 game is so mental, and you saw some things right there. But I think what Nebraska did, what they've their bounce back percentage has been so good, in my opinion. I don't know anybody like to keep the stat to where they, you know they're able to fight their way back into the game, right? And they tied the game up, and you have it to where those you get that interception. I think with 41 seconds left, right? I think it might have been 31. It was like it was, it was close, 41, 40, and then by the time we yeah, because yeah, of the penalty. Yeah, yeah. And then the thing is, I think wide receiver wasn't it on like the wide receiver wasn't out there, right? Mm-hmm. Was that it? Somebody, somebody wasn't out there. It, I'll be honest. The whole end of that game was a mess. Whoever was on the clock too, yeah, needs to wake where, up. Where, where's the home field advantage? It was. It wasn't just even just a score. It was all over the. But the timeouts, they were right. missing timeouts on the board. They're saying Matt Rule had zero. Turns out he had one left. Yeah. If you were watching on TV, you were, your head was spinning for a right. few times. They right. were and the clock. Yeah, you gave Iowa probably seconds. at least twelve seconds. Right. What? Well, what? Oh, we gotta start you. Where's he at? I don't know. Where's she? Where's they at? We gotta get. They go, We gotta get him in there, or he or she in here. I might take their job. Yeah, pretty soon because that was uh, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you you definitely ain't getting invited back. You <laughs> definitely de- definitely ain't a Black Friday either after uh, Thanksgiving. We're gonna have to put some. Uh, you know, you, you know what? It must have had some turkey or something. They must have <laughs> <a little sweet. laughs> but you know, those thirty-one seconds. That's the mental mental. You this. That's when you gotta lock in. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So so when you the reason why Harrison. Because here's the deal. If I'm a, if say if I'm out there, right? So say I'm, a, I guess, a quote-unquote starter. But then the formation changes. You Just because you are number four or five, it doesn't mean that you just, you, oh, I'm just watching the game. No. You got to be ready to go in just in case you're number three at my position. Because you want to know where number two is? He's out there at my position. Because maybe somebody else got hurt or mm-hmm. they're winded. So guess who's coming up if Jay Foreman has to come out of the game? Say I ran a deep route, twinge my ankle. Well, then you're up. That doesn't matter if receiver, tight end, running back, tackle, or mm-hmm. offensive line. That's why you always got to be mentally locked in because it's 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 not on. I feel it's not on the coaches for the players to be locked in. The players need to be locked in. There's 31 seconds left in your season. There, what else are you waiting on? You know what I mean? You got to be locked in. That's even during the, the game too, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the that's the mentality where people individually got to make sure that they try to do that. And then you get into like those tight situations. And we always talk about it, Harrison. We talk about it in basketball: play fast and not in a hurry, yeah. right? What I would look very comfortable playing that type of, type of football with thirty one seconds left. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't seem like they're sweating it at all. Well, you think about the whole season. That's what it's been. That's what. Yeah, they've been there before. They're yeah. comfortable, right? They're, they're like the people that show up at the luau and walk through the coals. They just got the mm-hmm. whole family walking through there. You know, just calluses all over <laughs> their feet. You know what I mean? They just they just got cement feet. You're just walking right through the coals, right? So, and then, you know, okay, we throw the interception, right? And good on them. It's no, and, and look, when you have an inexperienced quarterback and you can't, 
that's not anybody's fault. That's just a circumstance. He's an inexperienced quarterback. And, but he's looked like he's actually can play the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. They're going to throw something at you that you've maybe never seen before because you don't have the experience of seeing it, right? You don't even have the experience of watching that far back of tape. They ran a fire zone against you. They dropped it. They kind of blitzed and dropped the DN right out in the middle because maybe they thought that's where you're going to go. You want to know why they were thinking you were going to go there? Because they knew after we had to burn that tight end or timeout that Nebraska was going to have to try to get a deeper play across the middle because throwing an out, they're going to play that, mm-hmm. right? You're going to get it across the deeper across the middle, and you're going to have to catch it and clock it. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think a lot of people were just like, how did you miss that guy completely? There was That was a good play call by the, Iowa's defense. Dude, the, dude's been perfect there. Call. the dude's been there since I left college, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's one of the best defensive coordinators in football, period. That's college and pros, period, right? It was a fun, it was a great call for what we were trying to do. And, of course, you would like them to throw, throw it over him, but I'm not giving Iowa credit. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm going to give him their due, right? I would like to see us make the play, um, maybe throw it to the window a little bit more to the defense's left and our right. But at the end of the day, he they made they had a good call. They executed. They had the perfect call for if he if he accidentally drops the the other end, right, mm-hmm. the left end instead of the right end, we complete the pass and maybe we're having a different conversation. Exactly right. So they made the play, but ultimately defense comes out there and gives up a what a twenty three yard run. Yeah. So you have to think the kick that the dude make the made though. He barely made that bad boy. He mm-hmm. caught, he ain't had a kick all year. Yeah, that's that was uh what what was was there, I think why was he in there kicking that one at the end? There? The other well, guy got cramped up because we, well we blocked two of them. So his, his was that it, the only reason why switch it up? Was he and I think he a little was, faster and I, and maybe? I, and I think he was a little dinged up. Okay, because his launch angle was awful low. Yeah, I was trying to figure out why they put him in there because that was a big kick there. To, I mean, obviously it wins the game and, for and you. And they knew he probably it. could kick, right? Yeah. And they knew it was close enough that if you're a kicker on Iowa, you better make it. Yeah. Now, the <laughs> pressure isn't probably something you could replicate. But again, if you have 10 more yards, I like to think that maybe your sphincter muscle gets a little bit more tighter. Mm-hmm. Right? I think it might you might just start to think a lot about, about uh, different things. You want another example? The Ohio State-Michigan game. A 50-some yard field goal before half. Right? Okay, they're going to ice him, right? He makes it after they blow the whistle. Yeah, straight through the middle. Straight through the middle. No wind change. That's a quick timeout. So just say a matter of a minute, and you and you hook it just a just just a little bit. Your sphincter muscle got tight, and you turned it over a little bit. That's a huge part in that game because where you think about it, every point counts in a rivalry game, and it's intense between Iowa, Nebraska, Ohio State, Michigan, Auburn. Alabama, you, it was hate week last, yesterday, right? Or that week, or this last weekend. That if Ohio State doesn't have to go for a touchdown and they just got to get a field goal, you know what I mean? Because of those three points, mm-hmm. how different is that game to tie it up to go into overtime? How did they could have kicked the field goal possibly from there, right? So that's why it's so important. That's why you have to look at it the way it is. And it's unfortunate because I felt like the, you know, Look, at the end of the day, a lot of people had Nebraska winning four games. I think I had them winning seven games. So, you know, exceeding some people's ex- expectations probably didn't meet my expectations, which I expect them to do just because I felt like we could have took advantage of the opportunity that we had. Um, so you're somewhere in between, right? 
but ultimately there's been a lot of growth in, in, in positives. They just got to make sure. And I'm sure they're starting here pretty soon. I mean, I mean, maybe took the weekend off. I don't know. Um, that you got to address some of the, the things that you need to get better at. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you do wholesale changes either. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's still good things to look at this season. Right, because you have a lot of young guys that need to get bigger and stronger and probably have during the season. I think Marcus Satterfield talked about a receiver that put on about 20 pounds of good weight, probably mm-hmm. never been in a weight program and been in something like this. Not too many people have, but where you got potential there. And then you probably had some guys on the cupboard that you probably could have played, but probably got through the season and didn't have to play. And that's huge. Now, ideally, if we had already been bowl eligible, I think you might have seen a couple – young pups in there that normally or didn't play. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's, we didn't get to that point. Um, And so, you know, I think, you know, when we come back in the next segment, um, we'll probably, you know, maybe just look, look at a final, you know, outlook of the season and then look at to what do you do in the off season and how do you attack it? Because I think the, the impulsive type of thinking is you got to, Fire coaches and fire players. That's what everybody thinks you're going to do. What do you, you know what I'm saying? In, in our position, we're not in that position to do that. Yeah, that's what we've been doing since I've been alive. Hasn't been great. We're not in a position to do that. I'll give you some examples on when to or when people have done it that hasn't worked out. People that have done or has hasn't done it and it's worked out. And what it could look like if you just kind of stay steady and, and steadfast in what you're doing. So we're going to take a quick break, come back, second segment, Inside the Huddle, Jay Foreman, um, brought to you by Advanced Medical Image, and we'll be right back. 